Hello and welcome to another episode of Inspired Women Gathering Show. This is a show that talks about all things from life, relationships, spirituality, business, and everything in between. Women inspire me through their stories, I love connecting and having deep conversations, sharing with you the women I am so blessed to know and who inspire me, especially as we navigate through this unknowing in our world today. My name is Dixie Bennett and I'm your host. I'm a soulful woman and wealth coach and healer, helping you live an abundant life and create sustainable business with heart. I created this platform to highlight amazing women who I come across and connect with. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. And I'm so excited to introduce to you a beautiful guest, and our topic today is a change of face. Louise is the owner of A Change of Face. She teaches women how to transform their aging face in less than 10 minutes a day so that they can look and feel more youthful without resorting to quick fix diets, risky She's a face yoga method consultant and registered holistic nutritionist and founded the Ultimate Facelift Method, a comprehensive program that addresses the eight major aging concerns of the face and that is based on the belief that beauty happens through self-acceptance, self-realization, and self-care. So thank you so much, Louise, for being here. I'm delighted to connect with you today. Thank you for having me, Dixie. So where in the world are you from? <laughs> um, I'm from um, all the way from Canada. So Ontario, Canada, and I'm, I'm in a little rural community, not far from the infamous Niagara Falls. Beautiful. born and raised. Oh. Awesome. Um, so tell us uh, where, how you got into face yoga. Um, well, I kind of maybe want to go back a little bit more um, how I kind of started into the journey. Um, I've always been um, in uh, involved in the fitness and the health and wellness um, industry. Um, I started working in a health food store when I was 18 and I, I kind of drew, um, you know, that I was... Uh, drawn to the health and wellness through that. It was just just a part-time job and I was actually taking something else um, going through school and I maintained uh, my job there and um, of course got on into my other industries and when things kind of fell flat there um, I always went back to the health and wellness and I eventually went back to school and became certified, became a, a registered holistic nutritionist. So nutrition was obviously a big passion of mine. And of course, movement. Um, I've always been active and, you know, running, going my bike, going to the gym. So movement was, was natural for me. And um, then about 2017, I, um, I started to, uh, explore other options. I wanted to learn, I wanted to, to, to learn something new and I, I, I enjoy learning something new all the time. So I was actually just Googling um, uh, meth ways to massage my forehead. So I was, uh, I was going under a lot of stress at work and I just wanted to find some other methods to kind of loosen up the scalp. And I came across uh, this 
uh, my teacher actually, and um, she, had, she had sent me some exercises to do, and it, they were just for fun at first. So I would just sit at the island and you know do the exercises, and it was a lot of fun. And lo and behold, a couple months later, she was offering it online, and and I knew I knew that this was exactly what I wanted to do. So. Uh, yeah, so I started the process of doing the online certification. Beautiful. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, so you were looking for some, some, just, I'm curious what you Googled. So what did you Google when you were looking for? I, I Googled scalp exercises. Oh, interesting. So, yes, and interestingly enough, we have a face yoga pose called the forehead massager. And it does help to relax the scalp. It helps to stimulate hair uh, growth. And, um, you know, it, you, it, it's one of the first poses that we learn um, to start to loosen up because the skin here start, can, you know, especially when you're tight, right? You think how yep. everything starts, it starts to glue onto the scalp, right? So mm -hmm. we want to start to loosen that up. So there's a forehead massager. I do this in the shower a lot. I'll, I'll shampoo my hair and just to really get the, the scalp moving and stuff. So yes, it, it, it uh, connected me to uh, my teacher. Really powerful. And so who's your teacher? Uh, Fumiko Takatsu. So she's with the Face Yoga Method. I'm sure a lot of people have uh, come to know her. I love her dearly. And um, yes, I, I it was one of my first online certification. I was so, um, this whole technology, I was so foreign to it. And so, yeah, I took a dive. So not only did I learn face yoga, but I, I learned computer. <laughs> I learned the tech work as well. <laughs> and is she, what, what nationality or what background does she have? So Fumiko's uh, from Japan and um, she had a uh, car accident. She was in a car accident and basically she had also, also too been practicing uh, yoga for many, many uh, years. And what she started to notice is kind of like that mid-30s, we start to see things start to go south. Mm -hmm. And with her body being with the accident, it caused a lot of misalignment. So her face as well, she was starting to notice asymmetries in her face. And she started to Google as well and started to learn. So she was a self-taught. So she started to make some really big improvements that what her friends and colleagues started to notice. So mm -hmm. uh, she was quite popular in Japan doing TV shows and interviews. She wrote books on it. And, um, you know, with the uh, help of her sister-in-law, her sister-in-law coaxed her to go online because she did not want to do this for many, many years. So mm -hmm. I'm so grateful that she did. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, I, I, as I mentioned to you, I, when we were talking before, I came across face yoga probably a year ago, and I thought it was just so fascinating. I know a woman would help you in physical therapy, so I tend to study the cards. I tend to see a lot of people with tension, especially in the scalp and in the back of the head, and I just thought, yeah, how fascinating! Because it yes, just helps. Yes to lift everything everything up and it is an, an interesting um approach to uh, well it's an interesting approach to releasing the fascial tension in the head right because that's when we carry a lot of stress i find that we actually 
age more, the more stress we carry in our face. And when everything is lifted and open, we actually have a little bit more glow, a little bit more blood flow, a little bit more openness. And so tell me a little bit more about your experience with yoga, face yoga. Um, of course, like as I started to do more and more, um, we are encouraged to take pictures. So, um, you know, with, with when you're working out your body, you know, we have the scale, we have tape measures, you, you can notice the, the differences in your clothes. But with our faces, you're always looking at your face. So it's kind of hard to see those subtle changes. So we started right from day one, started to take photos and, and we were encouraged. So through the, that process, I was able to see, you know, even the eyes and myself again, it, it's training. I was uh, a big forehead user as well. So it's those, the awareness and, and retraining my, my muscles. So yes, the, the physical, but what I actually was really, really started to notice was um, a lot of the poses were encouraging um, uh, like your, to, you know, use your voice. There were some voices, uh, I'm trying to think, there's poses that just encourage you to vocalize, I guess. So that came out in other areas of my life. And I felt that um, something was um, brewing inside me. So my self-confidence was just growing and it started to affect other areas. So was it just my face looking, my face going, my face looked great. But I also felt, yeah, I, I felt my self-esteem, my self-confidence, everything started to, like I said, I just started to see the the, the benefits in, in that area as well. So, well, I've definitely noticed in your face because you're very clear <laughs> all through here. Like, I can't believe how amazing your forehead looks. <clears throat> it's, it, it, and, and sometimes, like I said, it's always looking, right? Because it's, it's, uh, it's just retraining. You're just, and, and that's what I teach, I teach in my programs. You're just training the forehead. Like, once you realize it, again, you catch yourself. I actually have a client who's, daughter she's on forehead patrol so every time her mom's talking she's like mommy you're using your forehead muscles right so she's letting her know it's like oh okay right so we teach her how to you know instead of use use uh, the eye muscles instead so can you give me an example yes so one example again so if i were to say okay so um myself i am a four i have a strong forehead muscle so by looking up here Right, you can, if you, if you were to take um, your mirror, so if you got your cell phone, you're looking at yourself, and I, I would say open your eyes wide open, as wide as you can, right? And then some people notice like, whoa, they're, they're using their forehead muscles. So then I would have you place your hands over top your forehead. So you're going, we're gonna stop those forehead muscles and we're gonna actually engage in the muscles around the eyes. So again, just kind of lightly, like firmly pressing down and open the eyes kind of wide, wide, wide. And then hold it for five, four, three, two, one, and then relax take a deep breath in and out. Again, we're using breath work in that, but we're training. You Over time, when you start to engage those muscles, you won't use your forehead muscles. You use them less and less. So again, um, the more I do this over time, these lines are gonna get deeper and deeper right. and deeper, right? So as I start to relax the muscle and use more of my forehead, use them less, 
the lines are going to start to soften. And does your expression change? Like, how, I'm just, I'm curious. Because I, I guess, you know, as I'm now more aware, I'm like, whoa, I'm really using my, my forehead. And go ahead. Another one is the 11 lines, which yes, you love, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like, right? You're, and and I, I, another great thing with, with expressions, that you're saying expressions is, um, so when you're, when you're like this, right, just say, and it could be you're concentrating, right? You could really concentrate on mm -hmm. something. Um, but, you know, people see you and, and they might, it, it might become off as a, like, oh, you know, what's, what's wrong with them? Or you're, when, and as you start to create these lines and you look in the mirror, it's the message you're sending your brain as well, right? It's like that, that look, right? Mm -hmm. So again, we, we teach you again about facial expressions and, um, you know, what you portray out to the world as well. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's another interesting, um, area to look at too, as well. So like what, what is our, how, how is our face, uh, how are our face expressions are, how we're taking it internally and also what we're shooting up to the world as well. Mm, I love that. That's very interesting. I'm going to be more consciously aware of that now. <laughs> <laughs> I had a 72 year old client in, um, she took one of my eight week classes and I loved her, her comedy. She, her enthusiasm was amazing, but she's, she said to me, she was 72. And again, you're, you're always looking in the mirror, right? Because you're making sure you're doing the poses correctly. She said, I have never looked in the mirror as much as I did in these past few weeks as I did my whole life. And that just like lit me right up, lit me right up. I, I love that because how often do we go in front of the mirror where, you know, if you're in the morning, you're washing your face, brushing your teeth and you're not really engaging, right? You're not looking at yourself. You're just kind of, okay, my hair is not sticking up and you know, I haven't got lipstick uh, running <laughs> and you're just cleaning up and you're out, right? Whereas you know, you're, you're actually looking and now you've got to do some poses and the poses don't take long. It's like 10 seconds, three times, you know, it's like in a matter of a couple minutes, you've done a few poses and you're really looking at yourself. You're really looking how your muscles are moving. You're, you're increasing again, that, that awareness about yourself. So it's, mm. it's empowering, very empowering. Very cool. Well, one of the things that you talked about was confidence. Um, so did, was there a bigger difference in that 72 year old with her confidence as well? Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she's very, um, you know, enthused. When she took the class, her her older sister had done it for many years, wow. uh, which I was I thought that was shocking. But and that's what she said. Her she said, my sister who's been doing it for many years, she goes, she doesn't have any wrinkles, and now she goes, I'm working on my face. So, um, yeah, she was it, it 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 lit up, and I I see that usually in the first couple of weeks is when we start. Um, the first change is like, I just finished with the group and we did, I, I encouraged them before and after pictures. And the first thing I see is in their eyes. So mm -hmm. I see more clarity, you know, the, of course their eyes are widening, but I see the difference in their face. It's almost like a lift in their eyes. There's like a little glow glowing on in, in their eyes. And um, yeah, that's, I, I just, I love it. It's a little spark, the sparks back in your, in mm -hmm. your eyes, right? So. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So at what point did you decide, because I know you said that you were doing it for yourself as just part of releasing the scalp. When did you decide that this was something that you were doing in your perspective? Um, 
So she um, announced it. So it was kind of about May, and then it was like maybe two months later, she made an announcement that she was doing it online. So uh, probably in about July that I I started uh, I started with the certification, and I. I really was drawn for not only again for for the physical, but I was drawn for it because anybody could pretty much do this. And I've seen people in bed, like bedridden, and you can move your muscles, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it, the, the appeal to me. There was no, you know, tools or you know, you didn't need any equipment. You didn't have to dress a certain way. It didn't matter what your age. I've I've had twenty-something-year-olds come because they want to do prevention, right? Mm -hmm. And so I liked that factor. It, it it was fun as well, and I want I I like fun. I need more fun in my life. I, at that time, I like I said, I was in a very stressful job, and I wanted something fun, but also transformative in, in on so many levels. Mm -hmm. That that was so important for me. Well, I've heard of laughter yoga. I've heard of I mean regular yeah. yoga now face yoga. So how do how does well, what's the difference in face yoga from regular yoga or even laughter yoga? Because I mean that you do as well. I um, actually, I do practice in laughter yoga. One of my networking groups, we actually, it's a, it's a close, it's a, we begin and end with laughter yoga. So it, it again, it's, um, it's more, um, I mean, they, they, they use like a lot of laughter, different laughter and sounds and, you know, it's, it's uh, sending out a lot of um, energy to each other, a good, good energy and bringing that back into yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, with yoga, again, it's, it's body postures. We do do some body postures, but it's, um, you know, a lot to do more with moving your face muscles. So it's, it's mm -hmm. moving the face muscle. Although we're all connected mm -hmm. and, you know, just because you've got a line, like, it's like body exercises. And, you know, if you want to whittle your waist, you're not going to do crunches every day, right? It's, it's other exercises that also matter. But with the body, again, um, just think of, you know, if your foot was out of alignment and then you start to compensate it and now your knee might hurt and that's affecting your hip and your lower back and it starts to go up into your shoulder. Now your shoulder is all hinged and now it's going into your face, right? So it's, it's, I, I that's what I love about the, the, the face part. It's like, we're not, we do exercises again to target the certain face, but we, I also get in deep into other areas of the body as well, right? Where where the deeper issue might be lying right mm -hmm. yes our body i've well our body is a map to our fate our sorry our face is a map to the body yes. right and our we have maps all over that are all interconnected so what would you say is the biggest change besides confidence um and improvements or changes that were surprising maybe the biggest change so um I think it's just in, in my clients. I think it's just in seeing the, the, the various results that are, are coming from this. And um, I did, I mean, I, had, I, I started this a few years ago. So, I mean, I, I'd always been a proponent of taking care of myself and taking care of my face and having regular facials and, you know, using, um, you know, the best of creams. But um, 
Yeah, so it wasn't like I was starting kind of when I was 70, right? So, but for me to have women, you know, a lot older and, and to start to see their, their shifts, that to me, that, that's been um, the greatest gift out of this space yoga. I, I, just, I just love seeing that. Uh, just seeing, seeing if I go back into nutrition, that when I was changing people, helping people with their diets and lifestyle, that it gave them hope because people, you know, are in pain and they're looking for a solution and to give them that spark of hope that they could shift, that they could change, um, that felt, uh, like I said, just powerful, just powerful. So I love to give that. And I'll give you an example too, because I teach in a warm therapy pool and I've got, um, I do have some ladies that like to come in and get their exercise and get out and they don't say nothing. They're in their quiet corner. So I've implemented this and, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll start to do a couple of poses and I usually save it for the end. And, and that's when I see the shift. So you'll have that one lady in the corner who's really quiet. She's not saying nothing. And there's one warm up pose we call the wow pose. And, you know, we're really vocalizing it and I'm looking at her and I'm encouraging her, encouraging her. And all of a sudden, you know, they break out laughing and their whole mood is shifted as they're leaving the pool. And that's how they're leaving the pool. And I'm like, okay, I've just added value to their day. And that, that just makes me feel so, so great. Like I'm just so gratitude for that. Yes. <laughs> I love that. So tell me what, what does your daily ritual look like? My daily rituals. So I definitely have a morning routine. Um, I, I can't live without it now. Um, I do change it up every few weeks and I've uh, started the last couple of weeks, I've actually started getting up a half hour earlier and I have a rescue dog. Um, so her and I take a lot of nature walks. So mm -hmm. we'll start that. Um, so I take care of her because she's got a lot of energy. So she raring to go. And then I come home and I, again, I do some form of activity for me. So whether it's a weight training, I've got yoga, and as we were talking earlier, I've just started taking up dancing lessons. Mm -hmm. So you do some dancing online. And um, I also like to work a lot with two uh, emotional as well. I do some emotional freedom techniques mm -hmm. and tapping. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so usually kind of a mixture of that. Then I'll have like a green juice and um, then I'll set off and start my day. So that's pretty much what my day looks like in the morning. So little combination but definitely I have my self-care first and then mm. and then I give to the rest of my day. I love that that's so important and I love that you define that so you've got lots of movement you've got some food you've got some ritual um, and then you're the day, giving yourself a first day to give to others. Oh that's yeah. lovely. So tell me a little bit more about um, your your business as a whole so are as you said that you're doing is it a morning just a morning routine that you're working with seniors specifically or what type of exercises were you doing in the pool so in the in the pool is range of motion stretching um i do i mm -hmm. i create for them um a little hit uh, workout as well so i'll put together 
uh, probably 12 different exercises and, and we'll, we'll go through them together. And then I've recently added face yoga with them. So that I, I teach in a, in a retirement home with uh, uh, people in the community. Um, and now I'm actually got a whole program put together as well. So it's a 12 module program and I'm implemented not just face yoga, but my nutrition and other lifestyle habits in there as well. So yeah, um, yeah it's a whole, the whole, the whole gamut. Mm -hmm. So do you mostly work with seniors then? Um, no, I work basically, I'd say 40 plus. So women over 40. And again, that, that could range. So um, in the pool, they're, they could range anywhere from 55. And I've got, I think my oldest lady's 91 in there. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, anywhere within that age range. But yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what's well, I love seniors. I think they need lots of love and attention as well. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Uh, I just, I, I do too. They're, they're always teaching you something new and um, um, just getting them moving. And I love their enthusiasm. And as I said, I, I get uh, bored easily. So mm -hmm. I'm always having to change things up. So um, actually my, I always, uh, there's one class that I test things with them because I tell them, I'm like, you guys, you know, they never complain. They, they try it, they laugh. And so they're like my test groups. I figured if they can do it, then all the other classes yeah. can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So tell me what keeps you motivated? How do you keep your energy up and how do you keep invigorated? Again, with my, my morning routine and making sure that, you know, I'm taking care of self-care for me. So again, getting some kind of movement, getting a, you know, um, just getting in touch with myself as well. In the, in the evening, I like to journal and I usually like to wind down with uh, some kind of book. I'm, I'm in a, a book club as well. So there's, we're, we're always reading different types of uh, self-empowerment books as well. Um, yeah. And then with my face yoga again, as I said earlier, with the pictures, right? Just motivate the pictures. And, mm -hmm. and even with my clients' pictures as well, I, I'll spend some time and I'll put like a side-by-side -side frame for them and I send them. So it kind of gives them, you know, to see, to see their, their progress as well. Mm -hmm. So their progress too. I like motivating others. Um, and, and yeah, I've always, I've always loved to kind of give them a little bit, you know, you can do this, push a little harder. And <laughs> got this so but who motivates you I have a lot of mentors and coaches as well there's people that I I look up to as well um, my coach right now is Lori Kennedy and mm -hmm. um, she does a, a lot of uh, different podcasts as well so um, definitely in in my business life for sure and through the different books I've read, actually one of my favorite books right now that we just finished was Marie Forleo's Everything is Figureoutable. Right. And that's been a model that I've repeated over and over, right? So, yeah. you know, when I say it, it just, yeah, I just kind of feel the shoulders just relaxing and my brain going to work to, you know, find, find that solution. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I agree. I think everything is figureoutable if we take a, a pause and kind of step back and see see what our next step is. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about um, 
have you ever had an experience? Well, I, I kind of want to talk about the, what's happening in the world right now. So we're in this kind of space, but obviously you're probably not working in the pool with the seniors. Um, how much has your business shifted over the last couple of months and what have you been doing? How have you reunited um, or reset in, in a way to move your business forward? For me, um, thankfully in January, I took the plunge to go 100% online. So I've made that nice. decision. So that I'm, again, I'm very grateful. Um, I felt that back earlier in November, December, that that was something I needed to do to connect to more people around the world. Mm -hmm. So I have, uh, had already started in January kind of doing the online as far as teaching in the pool, um, right now, I'm actually, so the pool, of course, has been canceled. Um, I do stay in touch with them, and I have actually stayed within the senior home. So I've actually, I'm working there twice a week and helping with the screening process. Right. And being in there, so I have actually been around um, more of the other tenants. So the, the seniors are being more around me. So I'm finding, again, I, I definitely need my morning routine because you know, they're, they're confused, they're scared, they want company and they're being encouraged to, you know, stay in, in, in their, their rooms. And, um, they make me laugh though, because they, um, they, they have a big foyer where they'd all come and, and, and get together and they thought they would be smart and took all the furniture away. So we have all this empty space. And yet, if you know, most of them have walkers yeah. that act as chairs. So yeah. they congregate. So they use their walkers. <laughs> so oftentimes they'll come and they'll sit beside me and we'll have conversations. And I, I take that opportunity to ask them, you know, things about their past, things of, you know, I, and I love, that's what I said, I love learning. I, I want to learn about their era, right? And mm -hmm. how they met their spouses, how, you know, just the difficulties they went through and challenges. Yeah, so sure. I like to take them to that different place. Yes. Wow. Yes. What would you say is so the biggest? That, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that's been such a, uh, a surprising, um, change um you know at first was like i yes i definitely want to stay connected but um in the pool it's like they got a pool in inside the retirement home and i usually just go in and it was like a different world mm -hmm. and you know you've got the world of the, the participants and now i'm actually interacting not only with the seniors but the staff people i've not seen so i feel like i've built so much more connection like a community like a, <clears throat> yes Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it definitely forever changed. Um, my, my perception, I've been at that place for almost a decade and to know people that have been there that long and I've never crossed paths with them. So. Yeah, that's so cool. I love seniors. They have so many amazing stories just about their life. They, they do. And I, and I think that no one really wants to listen and, I, I'm always, I feel like I'm always pulling it out of them, right? I'm like, mm -hmm. I want to hear, I'm interested, yeah. right? And as I say, like I, I got, uh, with even my own mom, I got her a memoir and she doesn't like to write. And I says, but mom, when you're gone, I don't, I'm never going to know those stories. Only you mm -hmm. can share me those stories. It's only, you know, you know, people will tell you things what happened with together, but 
things, you know, that you felt, I'm never going to know that. You're going to take that with you. So, yes. I love that you yeah. did that. I did that with my grandmothers, um, both of my grandmothers. I gave them a journal for Christmas one year yeah. and I just wrote a letter and I said, you know, I'd really love to hear some of your stories. And as you think of them, I'd love for you to take a minute and just to write them down. Unfortunately, they didn't. One of my grandmothers, she wrote, you know, just like more of a historic timeline, you know, just high level stuff. Um, okay. But even still, just the fact that she did that, I really appreciated it. But um, I used to spend time with my great grandmothers and I had, I knew two of my great grandmothers on my mother's side and I used to go visit them in the old folks home and I was in my 20s. And I would go and sit with grandma and we'd go and, and sit and make build puzzles together. And then other women, uh, the other women would come in and they would share. They'd just start talking about their life and their stories and World War II. And um, some of them were nurses at that, at that time. And, and I just kept asking them all questions and they just kept answering and just sharing and sharing and sharing. And, and I just, I love, one of the things I love hearing about is people's story. So how, how did people come to be who they are? What guided them on the path and for them to awaken into that, right? It's just that the, that there's just something more um, and you just kind of follow that inner guidance. And we see it generation upon generation upon generation. They don't know why. And they're not necessarily contemplative in, in the previous generations. They're just moving through it. Whereas we have more questions and we want to know, how did you feel? What was happening? <laughs> yeah, it's the same way. I'm like, then what happened next? Right? Yeah. And the sharks. Some will sit and they love it, but yeah, some are like, it's almost, they have to walk away and then come back. And then, you mm -hmm. know, they, it's like, they, they're like waiting for you to ask another question. Right. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I love, I love, cause you can see it again when they start to talk about those stories, their eyes, right? Everything they mm -hmm. ship and all of a sudden they're like, oh, one lady was sailing with her husband and, you know, they used to go here and here and all of a sudden like her face, her face just lit up. It's like she had a facelift like, like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love the story. I yeah. The stories come through our tissue. Yes. 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 I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, do you, can you remember a time even in your career where you've kind of had to reset or everything kind of went to the wayside and you had to shift gears automatically or didn't even know what your next step was going to be? Um, well, so when I, I was going to school, I was doing in, in administrative. So I went to school in administration and, um, you know, luckily I had two great jobs, but again, I was very bored. Um, and um, so then I decided to do something completely different from that world. And I got into the auto industry. Mm. And um, at first, first couple of years, I loved going in. I didn't have to think and go in and leave. And um, it was great job again. I had a great community with women and um, learned a lot. Um, but when again, that whole industry shut down, you know, I had to, I had a reset. It was, it was, um, it was a big adjustment. And I remember I had my house, I had purchased my house a year before the shutdown. And I knew, I even knew I was getting, I knew it wasn't like a big shock, but it was the timing, right? It was, it was timing was right. And I did it. And so when I, 
uh, we shut down and then I had to go and explore. So I did a, many months of exploring different schools, different modalities. And uh, when I came upon the nutrition school, I remember even just driving into this winding tree-lined street and, you know, was by the lake and, you know, getting in that classroom. And I sat down and I said to myself, I'm home. This, mm -hmm. this is where I belong. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And then it was, uh, going back to school. I think I had, it, it was like almost 20 years since I've been to school. So going back to relearn and getting to a classroom setting and that. So yeah, that was, it was an exciting, but scary time in my life as well. Yeah. So how did you navigate through the scary part of it? Because I couldn't, you know, um, the auto industry in Ontario is probably very much like the oil and gas industry here in, in Calgary. Um, how did that feel when it was, because it's not just you who lost job, it's lots of people. It's a whole, a whole community. A whole community. Yeah. I think through that, like anything else with any trauma going on is to make sure that you have support in place. And, um, Unfortunately, I did see a lot of people that I worked with that, you know, really, you know, they didn't have that support and um, they, they had some really major struggles. And not that I didn't struggle, I felt like it was, uh, I felt it was, it was a blessing. Um, I learned to, you know, live simpler mm -hmm. um, and to lean on others as well. That's always been um, a little bit of a, uh, a lesson that I had to learn because I always had to be the strong one in my family. And so to, um, you know, go to others for support and yeah, to, to discover that there was, there were people that were more than happy to help. And again, staying connection with the community I had built at that, uh, at that plant as well with the people. So I've always, yeah, I'm just maintaining that. And, um, and just, I think journaling as well. I, I did a lot of journaling back then as well, just to explore. I loved uh, journals with questions as well, right? So I felt for me that was important just to really dig and, you know, what was what I was feeling and why I was feeling that way, so. Mm -hmm. What's, can you remember a really good question that got you to think a little differently or a little deeper? Um, I'm trying to think of accomplishments. I think um, things like, you know, what your accomplishments were for that day. And it wasn't like, okay, I did the laundry and I mowed the grass, right? But just accomplishing, again, um, you know, if I, I was feeling unsure about something, I was feeling uncertain, was, you know, my accomplishment was I reached out to you know, a, a, a close friend. And, you know, we, we had, we engaged in, in a really down to earth conversation. And I think for me, like accomplishments like that were, that was monumental rather, because I am a, a to do do list, right? Like, you know, I've got, you know, you do the laundry, do the, do the vacuum, do this, 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 but mm -hmm. also um, accomplishment in, in shifting my own, my own self, like my own, um, I say for my personality, but yeah, just just shifting inwards. Well, more the emotional. So to me, that's more the emotional, mental and emotional connection. Um, and powerful, powerful question in the accomplishment 
of what beyond the task list because I think that's where we get so focused it's like oh well I got up and made my bed I got up and got dressed you know or half dressed I saw a meme the other day it's just like oh I'm gonna have to start thinking about putting together a whole ensemble of clothing instead of just dressing for the upper part of the <laughs> being on, on the zoom call And I've yes. actually had people say that to me too. They're like, well, can I just show up in my pajama bottoms and wear, you know, whatever on my upper <laughs> body? And I'm like, well, I'm like, you can portray that, but are you feeling it like in your whole body? I always say, you know, dressing for success is a whole experience, right? Absolutely. Not just a portion of experience. So Absolutely. it's whatever you want to create for that. Um, but I, I definitely love more the emotional connection piece. It's like, what, what did you, how did you connect today? Exactly. Exactly. And then knowing, you know, knowing your, I guess your faults, right. And knowing, um, you know, things that in order to grow, right. What, what is it I need to grow? I've just finished reading Brene Brown's rising strong as well. And I loved a lot, so many of your stories and you get captivated and you get like, yeah, that's so me. And, and, you know, and it's like, And then you just get this aha, right? She just shifts everything. And, and I, I love, I love stories like that. Yes. Yeah. So just, yeah, just to, to, to change my, my attitude, change my, my thinking and, and, you know, understand people better, right. To understand, to kind of not just look at the focus, but, you know, try and looking at the bigger picture, mm -hmm. what's, what's, going on and the same in the face yoga as well as most people you know just give me the pose for for my jowls or you know this and it's it, it's not that that's not how it works in um you know yes there are some great poses i can give you but we need to kind of back take a step back and figure out you know what what's really going on you know what what is what's what's the root of this problem that's what i like to get i i never liked band-aids You know, I mean, band-aids are, are useful for uh, a, a reason, but to really get to the root of the problem. And the same with my nutrition as well. I had five people who would come at me with weight loss. And um, I was always one to, to sit and dig a little bit more, you know. So it wasn't just, you know, here's this supplement or, you know, drink this. It was a little bit more to figure out what, what was the root, what was really going on. So mm -hmm. I love that perspective. I think that's the biggest, well, that's the only form of healing is to get to the root of it. And, yeah. and the band-aids, I mean, there's tons of band-aid opportunities, but they don't work for the long haul. And if you really want to see true change, because even your face, like your, um, it's interesting. Uh, there's through cranial sacral therapy, there's actually a course that you can go take where they work on cadavers and it's, um, Because when, when people die, that often the emotion, there's so much emotion in the face that is kept secrets or anger, frustration. And even after a, a human dies, their, their body is still holding that emotional trauma in the, in the tissue. And wow. so you can actually release it. So when it's released, it actually transforms and changes the entire facial structure. Because um, our fascia plays such a huge part. Um, one of my specialties is an emotional, somatic emotional release technique. So it's about releasing the emotions in the tissue. And our body will file it in the most amazing, uncomprehensive ways. Um, and it's just like, wow, how can that be there? You know, because the body is just so brilliant that it files it away. But our face 
is where we wear it the most. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And in, in our eyes as well, right? The windows, yes. right? It just, it, it speaks volumes, speaks volumes. So mm-hmm. I love Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I think because it, it does, I always tell people, I'm like, you know, all of our stress <clears throat> push, pulls everything downward. But when we can lift our stress and lift our pain, everything bounces out. Like everything lifts and opens up and it's like a natural facelift. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm smiling. Smiling is the best, uh, you know, the area again for the mind and, and, and everything, right? Just to, just to even lift, right? Lifting up mm-hmm. the cheeks, right? Even people who, again, naturally frown all the time, not really frowning, but, you know, it, it becomes a, a facial expression. And yes. again, they're looking in the mirror and you're, you're, you're sending that signal to your brain, right? That's like, mm-hmm. why am I so sad all the time, right? So. Mm-hmm. So does face yoga, this is just a question that just came in, um, can it affect hair growth? Like, can it affect actual stimulation of more follicle renewal? With the forehead massage, as I said, again, you're loosening things up, you're, you're encouraging, um, so we do a lot of breath work, again, to relax the face, and uh, we're bringing in more oxygen to the tissues. And with more oxygen, we're bringing nutrients, which hopefully we're eating. Again, that's what I use the nutrition aspect of eating the food. So you're bringing the nutrients to, to the face and scalp, right? So with the forehead massager, that's what I said, it stimulates hair growth. Um, I like to use essential oils with it as well, um, anything to kind of help. And again, the essential oils with their scent as well, again, having that, uh, um, uh, what's the word, with the... Um, the limb, limbic, yeah, is it limbic, limbic system? Like it, it's affecting the everything. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, the olfactory. So, you know, all that. So, um, again, hair growth is another whole, it isn't a do this exercise and this is going to grow your hair. It's definitely part of, of a whole process as well. So this can definitely start to get you aware of your stress and 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 stress again you're 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 constricting your 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 blocking flow to that area so if you start to open things up and start to become aware and start to say to yourself dixie relax your scalp i say dixie relax what what comes to mind now your head your your scalp's just gonna relax your face relax your forehead i feel like go up like that (laughs) (laughs) i definitely have some scalp tension <laughs> but just even reminding yourself those cues, right? And I always kind of start uh, my coaching calls by just again getting us centered and, and grounded, right? Just getting yeah. us in, in that state of that frame of mind. That's really powerful. So, do you have any uh, any other advice or any um, anything else that you'd like to share with our our listeners today? Um. Well, if you haven't tried face yoga, honestly, like, um, honestly, I, I think um, we all, we all have muscles in our face. If you're, if you're especially somebody who exercises your body, why not your face, mm-hmm. right? Why not, um, you know, there are definitely a lot of uh, mainstream options out there. But um, the, another reason with face yoga that I love is it puts you back in the driver's seat. It, it takes, allows you to take control of your results. So 
that's one of my favorite parts as well. The same when we're exercising, right? And, and you start to see shifts, it, it, uh, it, it, you know, creates endorphins. The same with the, your, your face, exercising your face. And it just um, gives you that motivation when you start to see those changes. So yes, I would say, you know, find someone who, you know, does face yoga and, and try it out. Honestly, it, uh, it will, it will shift your, you're, it'll just shift everything inside and mentally, physically, emotionally. Mm -hmm. I love that. Well, I definitely, I'm adding that to my list of, <laughs> of <laughs> experience for sure. Thank you so much for your time today, Louise. It's been a pleasure um, been a learning more about face yoga. Thank you very much, Dixie. This was amazing. This was fun. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for being with us today and I'm putting a, I'll be sharing a link in the show notes, um, that you can connect with Louise and to our viewers. Thanks for watching. And I hope you found some value and I'd love to invite you to continue the conversation post in the comments below. Um, you can also join my Facebook group, inspired women gathering and come and continue and connect with amazing like-minded people. Um, and until next time, uh, I hope that we can continue to bring hope, light, and love to the world. Abundant love to you all. Thank you. Take care.